going on, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Vile Files Ask Nick Edition. I'm your host, Nick, joined by Amanda in the studio. Allie, still just... For context of people who don't watch the visuals and can't see our outfits, like we record a lot in one day. I haven't like been on COVID watch for eight weeks. <laughs> I don't know why you have to ruin the bit. A COVID Rapunzel. Yeah. I'm literally in the tower. Yeah. We take it very seriously on this show. Three week quarantine. Allie, did you find a date to your wedding? To which one? There are so many. Um, which one? Yeah. Cousin's up? wedding. Cousin's yeah, wedding. I just RSVP'd to my cousin's wedding alone, so that was fun. Um, said I did not have a guest, so That's... we're just rolling with it. Yeah, I feel like there's nothing to be sad about. We're just rolling with it. It's disappointing, but here we are. I feel like people should... Were, were you guaranteed a plus one? Mm-hmm. Should you give someone a plus one if you know they are not in a serious relationship? She doesn't know, probably. No, it's an interesting, well, I think for people who are trying to keep, if they have like venue capacity limits and are trying to keep their wedding small, it will be like, like, I know my cousin is doing like, unless you are like living together or married, you don't get a plus one. Yeah. Yeah, But this place is huge. My sister isn't giving me a plus one, but my cousin did. So it's like everybody gets a plus one probably from your cousin. I'm guessing, although I I reminded my other cousin to RSVP just now because I had a feeling she'd forget. And she... Just broke up with her boyfriend, but no one knows that. They were living together, and she didn't even get a plus one, but I did. Why? Maybe I don't know. Sister, maybe because your sister got one, and she was like, I'm yeah, that's what I was telling her. I was sister. like, maybe maybe they felt bad that I w- it would be like, yeah, I don't know, but it was funny. Anyway, I definitely don't think you should be disappointed, but it's just a weird thing to be like, I'm just saying, like, you get invited to a wedding, right? And getting a plus, like, uh, curious, could you have just invited a friend? I would never have used a plus one for a friend. I feel like that's just, like, costing someone money for you to, like, have your own mini party at theirs. Okay, fair enough. I I, I get that. But I'm just saying, so you invite someone, and I'm not, it's like, it's not their fault, but, like, whether you applied a pressure to yourself or they inadvertently applied pressure to you. It has nothing to do with the fact that it was offered. Like, it was just like me having a realization of like, I thought for a second I would have someone and I have another wedding in September and I have my sister's wedding in October. And so like at some point I was like, what a nice trio to invite someone to, but it's okay. It's definitely I okay. Dance by myself. Have we heard from Jim guy at all? Nope. All right for the best. Eat shit. <laughs> Eat shit, Jim guy. Get over yourself. <laughs> and what about wedding guy? I haven't really heard much from him okay now, I was actually Allie, now that you're going without a plus one you might meet someone at the wedding yeah now you're going in free agent available you know can set your sights on anyone yeah it was stressful last time though because then all eyes are on you everyone's watching you talk watching you dance like wait when you go alone well like when i met wedding guy everyone was talking about it. Everyone was watching us the whole night. I woke up to multiple texts the next day asking what happened if we'd slept together. Like it was like you were under a microscope. That's how boring everyone else's lives are. So that should make you feel better. But yeah, that's what the bride said. Cause I cried multiple times and she was like, honestly, tell them to mind their own business. Why'd you cry? It was overwhelming. Okay. I think you just go have fun. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, that could be overwhelming. You take someone you're like kind of into to a f- wedding. 
No, it was overwhelming to meet someone there and then watch everyone watch us meet. No, I know. I'm saying, I know yeah. what you're saying. I'm saying it all can be overwhelming, short of yeah. like, I don't know. I always had fun going solo at weddings and not because I met people. It just, just fun to go. I don't know. You know, I love it because my, you no, know, I have a DD and my father. So I'm just going <laughs> to have like, some drinks and have fun. I liked using it as an excuse to dress up. Hmm. You know? Also, great dance floors at weddings. Like, nobody's, like, trying to impress people. It's not a judgmental. It's like everyone's just, like, you know, it's like you're yeah. next to, like, aunts, like, 60-year-old aunts just, like, shimmying. Yeah, you're going to go there and everyone's going to be, like, talk to you about L.A. and work and what exciting guests you got to meet. And, like, it's a I way I work to... for a former bachelor, Nick Vavaya. Sure, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of exciting. You're, you'll ever, everyone will want to talk to you. You know? right, well, then I got to step up my outfit game. Be like, what was Mary like from Selling Sunset? You know? True. I'm sure there's a lot of Selling Sunset fans. Absolutely. Over in Minnesota. <laughs> well, they're all from Wisconsin, so they're yeah. your people. There you go. Wow. Maybe you should bring Nick as a platonic plus one to the wedding. Oh, my God. Imagine. I can't imagine anything <laughs> funnier than the two of you attending a wedding together. I don't like going to strange weddings. I like going to weddings that I know people. I'm not good, like, being on an island. Mm. Well, we have a great episode for you. Don't forget to send in your emails at asknickacastme.com. Cast with a K. Uh, the Stallone sisters on Going Deeper this week. Another riveting freestyle tomorrow. When should we start? When should we do, like, the Bachelor bio? Maybe we do that with Caitlin. Caitlin Bristow's coming uh, on the show uh, a week from Tuesday. Yay. Is there a way to put in a request for some spade and sparrows? I'm sure she'll be glad to bring some for sure. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll break down the bachelor guys with Caitlin. Uh, that's that's next week. Next week, Caitlin's with us next Tuesday. Tomorrow's a surprise. So get ready for that. Let's get to our callers. Yay! What's your time with me? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Good. Yeah. How are you doing? Good. What's your name? Uh, my name is Sarah. I'm 28. How can and I help? I'm from the US, but I'm currently located in London, Ooh. England. I've never been. I really want to go. No. Yeah. Oh, highly recommend. Yeah. All right. Uh, how can I help? So I find myself in a bit of a strange dating situation. Um, and public opinion has been split on what I should do moving Ooh. forward. So well, I'm 100% my opinion will be the right one. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see. Um, yeah. So a bit of background. Um, I matched with someone on a dating app here on hinge back in the end of November um, and context. I mean, he's also not from London or from the UK. He's from another European country. Yeah. Um, if that provides any context. We'll see. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we went on a first date back in December. And really since then, things have progressed pretty steadily moving forward. So um, we see each other two to three times a week. We text pretty consistently when we don't see each other. Um, Europeans love voice messages, so we often communicate that way. Um, instead of just texting. Like voice and notes? As well. Yeah, voice notes, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a huge fan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, especially when you don't have time to necessarily have a phone call or something. You can hear someone's yeah. voice or something. 
Um, and we had one conversation about sort of exclusivity back in February. So he had asked me out for dinner on Valentine's Day. And then a few days later, the conversation kind of came up about where we were at. And at that time, we sort of agreed just moving forward. What we agreed to is that we would be exclusively seeing one another, nothing more than that. It would just be like we wouldn't be dating anyone else or gotcha, yeah. sleeping with anyone else. So yeah, fast forward to now, it's been like five months and things from my point of view have been going very well. Um, so I thought last week, I thought, okay, maybe I'll bring up the conversation about sort of where this is headed. So for five um, months, you like you had agreed to like not see other people we're not boyfriend and girlfriend yet. And then you just kind of kept that kind of status for five months. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been like just about five months now. At okay. This point. Yeah. So I brought up the conversation and had expected it to just sort of be a pretty straightforward, like, yeah, we're kind of already in a relationship since this is where it's at. And that was not the response that I got. What did you um, get? So his response was sort of, I've really enjoyed, I like what we have, but I, can't commit to the label of boyfriend. Um, Did you ask why? Yeah. Well, so this is, this is a bit of a tricky thing. So because I had expected this to be a pretty straightforward conversation, I had to leave to go to work. <laughs> so we then ended up meeting up two days later. Um, and what ensued was like a two to three hour conversation about why that is intimidating for him. Um, and I guess there were a few reasons, but the biggest thing, I guess what he said is that he doesn't have the best model of what a relationship is um, from his childhood, specifically with his parents. And um, what, 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 and, and how do you respond? How, how did I respond? Yeah. I basically said to him, I asked him what he thought would change between us if we were to define this as a relationship, because from my point of view, that's sure. sort of what we'd already been doing. Um, he didn't have a, a really an answer. I mean, I don't think you could really give an answer that would be contrary because you couldn't really disagree with what. Uh, well, so he, he referenced his childhood or upbringing or a lack of a, a model. Is mm -hmm. he, is it, well, one, despite his lack of model, does, is that, does he want to settle down at all? I mean, did you guys talk about like his overall hopes for himself as an individual? Like, does he want to get married and have kids someday? Yeah. So I, I did ask him that. I said, so his, his job, his careers, um, he works in like, uh, he's an actor. So he works in the entertainment industry. So he said, he's not sure he, I think he's sort of in a time of his life where he wants maybe be, a, be able to be a bit more selfish Okay. Um, How old is he? Choosing to take almost 30. Okay. Um, which is fair enough. I mean, in, in my own life, I've often chosen to move abroad sure. selfishly. Um, and I guess that was another, so that was another reason why, but I asked him, you know, in, in a, a potential version of your life, it doesn't have to be the version you see, but is there a potential version where you would see yourself getting married or settling down. Um, and to that, he did say yes as well. So my response would be to that, regardless of when the someday is, I am curious, what is he going to do to get him to that place of marriage? Because he's referring to not having the right model. So maybe he's like referring to some like childhood trauma. I don't know, 
But like, what is he doing to set himself up for success? Ultimately is really the question. Like if he wants mm -hmm. to someday get married, then I'm sure he wants to be successful in that. He's saying that I don't think I have a good like playbook for to be successful. And I'm just want to know what are his plans to go about getting there? Yes. So this is what I asked him. This is where we sort of left the conversation where he said, I think I obviously have things I need to think about, but his, where we sort of left it was, it was sort of put in my hands to say, he said, like, I would like to keep seeing you. I don't want to throw away what we have, but knowing I have things I need to decide. Um, so it was kind of left in my hands to say either like, no, we just break things off and end it. Or if I say, okay, yeah, we keep dating for a few months. The obvious question is like, why doesn't he want, like it's been five months. What the fuck? Like, I don't understand. Like, why does, like, is he, yes, yeah. is he low key like hooking up with other people? I would hope not. I mean, yeah, if I, he, I would have no reason not to trust him. Like nothing he's done would give me a reason to think that he's lying when he says that he's not. And if you like, if he found out that you were back on the dating apps, he would lose his shit. He would be hurt. Um, yeah, I, he wouldn't, I mean, he wouldn't be happy because I did ask him sort of if an option would be that we could kind of keep seeing each other, but then I they would start seeing other people or open up that option again. And he was sort of like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. So he doesn't, you know, really. You're even giving him options. Yeah. Well, it was also sort of options for myself. Like, no, I know. Do I'm if I want to. Stop letting the men in your life look like fools when they're working out. It's embarrassing for everyone, themselves, for you. Like, have Those them represent you. basketball yeah. shorts. Yeah, they gross. gotta go. They gotta go. And I feel like guys always have like that duffel bag in their trunk with their gym clothes that like they really haven't updated their gym wardrobe. It's pathetic. In and I'm, I include myself in that. Yeah. Before 10,000 entered into my life, I, who knows what I was, it was ridiculous. But thank God they did. And now I have the seven inch interval short, I have a versatile shirt. My favorite thing about them is their no bounce pockets because when I run, I like to run with music and I usually would have to wear a fanny pack if I'm not wearing 10,000 shorts. And it's embarrassing. It's everything about <laughs> it, but not with my 10,000 shorts. Also, the material's great. It's a lightweight. It doesn't smell. Well, it has the silver ion there for odor protection. Yeah. And they have a team of over 200 athletes to test their gear to ensure the perfect design, fabric trims, and fits. Free shipping plus free returns and a lifetime guarantee. 10,000 is offering our listeners 15% off your purchase. Go to 10,000.cc slash V-I-A-L-L to receive 15% off your purchase. That's 10,000.cc slash V-I-A-L-L. Canva, design like a pro. Uh, well, what more can I say? Uh, we use it here on the Vile Files. It's, it's not because Allie and Amanda went to Northwestern that they are good at their job. It's because of Canva Pro. So Correct. forget about those hundreds of thousands of dollars. We didn't need to go to school, no, really. You just needed to spend $12.99 a month for your entire team to use it. Four teammates can use Canva Pro for just $12.99. I recently, I'm planning my sister's bachelorette party and one of the girls coming said, you know, like maybe you could just send out an itinerary for people so everyone's on the same page. And do you know like the flex it was for me to say, yeah, let me just whip something up really quick. And it took me like five minutes, but because I used one of their templates, it looked like I had a degree in graphic design. What's your favorite feature? The background remover, because then it looks like I know how to Photoshop Ooh. and all of the different like kind of like graphic details. Like I was I was able to like add little like palm trees and cocktails and like little graphics. The whole thing is Love just that. unbelievably user friendly. Yeah. Camera Pro. Well. 
Design like a pro with Canva Pro right now. You can get a 45-day free extended trial when you use my promo code. Just go to canva.me slash V-I-A-L-L to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash V-I-A-L-L. Canva.me slash V-I-A-L-L. And what are people split on? You said people are split on. Yeah, so kind of 50% of the people, the friends and family I've spoken to have said, yeah, keep dating him for a few months. It has only been five months. You're not like in love with each other. Um, see how it goes. Like have a timeline in mind for yourself and like see how it goes. You don't necessarily just share that with him. The other half have sort of just said, yeah, just cut and run. Like this, this should be a big enough red flag that you sort of just drop it and leave. They're not really that opposing point of views, if I'm understanding because there's one one of you is maybe give it a few more months and mm-hmm. the other people are like, you have an answer now. I mean, what's yeah. a few more months in the grand scheme of things? You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't sit there and say, you would be insane to give it a couple more months. It, 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 like, I don't, I'm also not expecting much to change in a couple months. Yeah. You know, like every time, <clears throat> I don't know how it was for you to move to London, but like, you know, I moved to LA, it's a big city, it's different. And I've had friends move to LA. When people move to LA, I'm always like, people are always like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna give it a couple months and see how it goes. And I'm like, well, that's gonna come and go real fast. And you're gonna feel yeah. like you've accomplished nothing. So like, you should get that few months like timeline out of your head because like you have to give it a full year to really make living here start working for you. It takes time to make friends, to feel like home. And until then, it's just gonna feel weird. Same thing kind of goes with, you know, what's going to happen in a few months is like, that's the, like the pragmatic practical answer Mm -hmm. for peace of mind. If you want to give it a couple months, like, sure, go ahead. I definitely think it's a red flag. The answers you're getting from this guy about like your potential future with him. Right. Yeah. You know, because I don't, what's going to change. So like the real fear for you is that it's not a few more months that you get sucked into like a five-year situation ship that which hey listen the more you spend time with them the harder it will be to leave them like the more connected you feel towards him the more investment you put into this relationship in him the harder the harder and sadder it will be for you to ever walk away Mm -hmm. no it's true so that's something you want to consider And I don't think a few months is going to drastically change his point of view. In fact, the only thing that's really going to change his point of view is to show him how valuable you are to him. And usually that requires you saying you can't, you know, have some of me. Right. Yeah. If you don't want to fully commit. Because like five months is definitely a long enough time to like, play it slow like usually people like say like yeah let's yeah i I don't want to get carried away we've only been dating for you know a month or so like but i I don't want to like have sex with other people and i'd love to like know that you're not having sex with people let's focus on this let's see where it goes that's reasonable after five months like either you're going to date or you're not like is this a thing kind of where you're at like you were right to think this is like shouldn't really be a big conversation you know, yeah. Maybe, maybe you could have checked in a little earlier. And I don't, what, what, what made you be so patient? Like, I'm all curious about that. Like, because like, I, even five months seems like a long time between not sleeping with other people 
and like the next check-in? Yeah, I don't even I don't even know if I have a good answer to that question for myself. Like I Those for came me, in with it was Yeah, I mean, I guess for me it was also sort of a slow burn kind of situation where in the beginning it was like fun. And then maybe month like three or four, I was like, oh, I actually really enjoy spending time with this person. And like I like when I see their name, my thought like it that's it was very much a slow burn. So we're to the point where five months just felt like, you know, yeah. Here's the thing. He wants you to compromise and relationships are all about compromise, but you're not in a relationship. So, you know, I, and I don't think individuals should compromise uh, when it comes to what they want in a relationship. Yeah. I think in a relationship, I, you compromise to make the relationship work. But as far as what you want out of a relationship and some of your like non-negotiables and, and things like that, I, I don't think you should negotiate too much. And he is asking you to compromise and negotiate. Yeah. I guess the the question I have too, though, is sort of like what, when I think of someone who doesn't want to commit, it's, I mean, I've experienced it before. It's like someone who doesn't prioritize spending time with you or they only spend time with you when it's like easy for them, you know, when they're bored or they don't respond to your text all the time or you don't meet their friends or family or whatever. And it's like, I guess for me, that's when the disconnect comes in a bit. Like, why would someone well, I mean, do all that? And then, the so you're saying he is communicative. He he doesn't make you wait. Yeah. Like he's great. And everything's great. I mean, you're literally happy with everything other than this. Yeah. Bugaboo. Yeah. Um, as a non-therapist, <laughs> it sounds like if he referenced something, for, like he probably needs some therapy. To be honest. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever it is that's stopping him, because you're right. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it makes sense to him, but that's just probably an excuse or some wall he has up. And maybe it has something to do with his parents. I don't know. And those might be valid feelings that he has, but nothing is going to change that unless he does something about that. You know what I'm saying? Like you being more patient, isn't going to magically make him go. I now want to do this thing that I have that I have anxiety about, that I have fears over, that maybe I have some small trauma over, like what three months is, uh, of you being more patient is gonna change that. The thing that's gonna change that is him wanting to do something to not feel the way he does about having a girlfriend. Yeah. And you so. have no power over that. And don't make the mistake of thinking that either your patience or your clever, you know, being his therapist of which you're not, is going to change how he sees being in a committed relationship. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Well said. I think that's a, something I've come across in previous relationships too, possibly being a little bit too patient. So Yeah. So let's, whether, it's, whether it's three months from now or tomorrow, I do think the thing to do is to, to, to stand your ground and say, listen, I... I love everything we have. It's just why I want to to be your girlfriend. I want you to be my boyfriend. Like I, it, it, it we're getting, I, I trust you, but we're getting this weird thing of why don't you want to be? And now do, can I, can I trust you? And I don't like, it's just, it's going to be impossible for me to not get in my head as to why you don't want to be my boyfriend without affecting 
trust and it's just going to cloud. And like, I'm just being honest where I'm coming from. Right. And, mm. and I, I respect your reasoning. Um, I, and like, it would be nice to, for you to hear from him that he at least understands that it doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Well, he's definitely acknowledged that in the, the conversation. That and did had, you ask but... more questions is like, like his reasoning in terms of like, Hey, I didn't have a good playbook for this or whatever. Like, do you have more information on that? Yeah. Like I, I, I sort of know about his family background and his, like his parents had a really bad divorce and things like that. So has he ever gotten therapy? Have you suggested it? How does he feel? No. About, has it been a con like, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, to say, Hey, listen, like, no, like, I don't know how he feels. I don't know how Europeans feel about therapy. I don't know if there is, you know, not all Americans are progressive about it either, but like, uh, yeah, I think it's about the same as okay. The US, so like, sure. I think it sounds like you have the right in the situation to say, Hey, listen, like, if and that's something that a therapist could help you out with. Yeah. And I need to know if I want it, whether I'm your boy, girlfriend or not, that like, if you have something that's holding you back, I need to know that you're willing to put in the work because like, this isn't going to continue. Like if we continue on this path, it won't be healthy, you know? Yeah. Like you don't want this. You don't want that. I'm, I'm making like, and you don't want an open relationship. You don't want to date other people and sleep with him. That's confusing for you. So, like, get that out of your head. But the fact that you were even willing to suggest that, like, is proof that, like, to move forward, it will only be unhealthy. Because the fact that you're already starting to make suggestions about things you have no interest in doing is showing just how healthy this can become over time. And you need to know that he understands that at a minimum. Like I, it would be nice for you to hear that he understands what he's asking you to do and not treat it so like, hey, whatever. It's so easy for him to be like, why ruin a good thing? You know, like, why, you know so so cool. It's just like, well, I don't know, because we're not fucking aliens. I don't know. Like, we're human beings who like want growth and we want to build on everything. We want to build on our connection. We don't like, we don't want to like just keep the status quo. Yeah. And if you do, that's fine, but I don't. And like you wanting to be my boyfriend, no offense, is a big non-negotiable I have. I just want someone who wants to be my boyfriend. <laughs> Sue me. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. No, it's, yeah. So I think the next conversation is, I thought a lot about it and I'm sorry, but like, and I, it breaks my heart because I really care about you and I really, they're so, you're so amazing, but like, I have to like, this won't get any healthier. And ultimately this is what I want for myself. And like, I want to be there for you, but I need to know that you're willing to do the work on your own. And, you know, I don't know if it's, I don't know how you bring up therapy. I don't know how sensitive he is to that. Like, but like, could bring it up, yeah. you know, but you have to know that you're, someone you want to invest in is willing to do the work for themselves if they need the help. Mm. Yeah. Because otherwise you'll just sure. be in a relationship where you're constantly being the one compromising on your values and the things that you want. And eventually either they're going to be miserable or resent him or both. Yeah. And that's not a great place to be in. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, well, can I ask one more question yeah. as well? Just from your point of view. I mean, is there a way to avoid this kind of surprise moving forward? Or is it just sort of like inevitable? Like if you're going to, 
if this is gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Surprise of finding out that he didn't want to be your boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, just more communication. Not yeah. waiting five months to find this out. Yeah. But also, like, it only, it, it, you know, I, I think five months sounds like a long time. And as I was thinking about it, like, it can go by fast. You know, you probably were just enjoying it. And it probably just wasn't yeah. topical. And, you know, and that probably speaks to how well things have gone. Because it was just an enjoy, he was, it was, he, the thing and him was just enjoyable to be around. But nevertheless, one day you woke up and thought, wait, it's been five months. Like, what is this? And that's also, <laughs> much that's also normal, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know if there is, yeah, I mean, it's more communications, the answer to that, but I don't know if you necessarily did anything wrong, you know? Yeah, no. Um, there probably were conversations you could have had more early on, like some follow-up questions probably. At the point in which you learned about his family, how does that make you feel? How does that affect you? How does that like make you change how you what you want for yourself? Like there were probably some opportunities in the past when you had conversations to like dig deeper and ask more follow-up questions, which would give you some insight into how he feels about being in a committed relationship is probably the answer. Yeah, makes sense. So, all right. Right. Well, let well, us know. Let us know what you decide. Um, yeah. But I, I think you should stand your ground and I absolutely don't think you're any way crazy or unreasonable from walking away from this unless he changes. And also, I would stick to your guns on therapy either way. Like, because yeah. if he panics and says, fine, I'll be your boyfriend, it's, there's something, I, I believe him, that there's something about it that gives, it gets him anxious. Yeah, there's definitely some sort of fear. So he needs to it, work through 100%. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I would be as supportive as you possibly could if if for him to do that. Yeah. All right. All right. Best of luck. Well, thank you. All right. Take Thanks. care. All right. <laughs> Bye. 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 Peloton. That's right. Doing amazing things with fitness wherever you are, whoever you are. Peloton has something for you. Whether you're using their fantastic equipment like the Peloton Bike Plus or their Peloton Tread, or maybe you're someone who you know doesn't want to invest in that equipment or just like free weight training. So you could take yoga classes. They have shadow boxing. They got bar classes. Peloton instructors are highly trained fitness pros who motivate you through every workout. Whether you're a regular at the gym or someone who's just getting back into working out, you can compete with people across the world, uh, in your community, make friends. It's a lot of fun. Peloton wants it to be fun because that way you keep up with it. You challenge yourself and you stay motivated. They have music for everyone, whether it's EDM, whether it's rap, hip hop, it doesn't matter. So right now, uh, the, it's the perfect time to try out Peloton. The Peloton Bike Plus is now $500 less. It's the best price yet. It includes free delivery and setup. And there is more game-changing prices available on the original Peloton bike and Peloton Tread. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. How's it going? Good, how are you? Good, what's your name? My name is Rose and I'm 24. How can I help, Rose? I am calling because I am having some relationship problems with my younger sister. Um, she's three and a half years younger than me. So she just turned 21 in the fall. We've gone back and forth with how close we are as siblings. Um, as we've grown up, 
there's been times where we've been super close and then years where we're just more distant depending on like where we're at in our life stages. And recently we've been very distant. I got engaged two years ago and I made my sister my maid of honor, hoping that would kind of bring us a little bit closer together, doing things together for the wedding. Um, and that didn't really turn out at all how I anticipated, which is fine. But she is just going on a completely different path than I had ever anticipated my baby sister to be on. Um, what, what path is that? She broke up with her long-term boyfriend. She started dating guys that just like had very, like nothing going for them really. And she started smoking. Um, she parties all the time and I get that she's, you know, like younger and doing her own thing, but it's just, I feel like there's more and more things adding on. Like she's just started getting tattoos without like a second thought. Like I'm not against tattoos, but like, she'll just get, she's just getting like, in my opinion, like stupid things done, like no thought getting a lot of piercings and the most recent development is um she has been going to school because she wants to get a a job in healthcare so she was a cna for a while she quit her cna job and now she's a stripper and i am just trying to figure out like how to be like like where's the line of like being a supportive sister and then like giving advice and being like hey maybe you should think things through a little bit. Like, I don't, like, I don't know if I'm being super judgmental or if I really should give her my advice. Well, uh, advice is only as good as it's received. And if people don't want to receive it, it's just a giant waste of time. And when you give advice that people don't want to hear it, as I'm sure you've figured out can push them away. Yeah. So there's like, that. Uh, I haven't said anything about any of her decisions just because like our relationship, we haven't been as close mm-hmm. and I'm just happy when she does decide to share anything with me, but I just, I don't also want to sit back and feel like she's just going to, she's just going down this like path that may not be great in the end. Why do you know why she wanted to be a stripper? No, I don't. Um, Are you like, how do your, are your parents in the picture? Yes. Um, What are their thoughts? So my dad doesn't know and we are not to tell him. Um, He has a lot of medical issues and we're also, we're from the Midwest. So, and we're, we're religious. So So it would be hard for him to hear. I, yeah, he would, it would not go well. My mom just like is also like concerned. She's like, you know, what is she like going to do next? Like my sister, she like starts something and it feels like she just always keeps like adding on. So I think my mom's like worried about her as well. Well, here, like this is a, it's an interesting call because obviously I think there's a lot of different opinions on this. I think you need to figure out uh, there's a difference between not approving of what your sister does and being Mm -hmm. concerned for your sister. 
Yeah. Like you don't have to like what she does and she can still be safe and sound and just doing things that you don't, you don't approve with, approve of, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and you know, being an exotic dancer, like there's, there's risks involved. It can be, it can have unsavory, you know, clientele and it's not always a very uh, healthy environment, but there are other situations where it, it can be, you know, I'm sure it's there's a spectrum there in terms of uh, how well she feels taken care of, how safe she feels like she is, uh, or she, or is she getting involved with, you know, problematic people. I don't know. I mean, that th- those are potential valid concerns, but I don't think you can assume she is just because she wants she wanted to be. A, there are some people who just like feel empowered, and it can be a great source of money. And yeah. it can be a dream of theirs and it just makes them feel like a strong, like it just makes them feel powerful. And that yeah. could be how it makes her feel. I mean, tattoos, uh, whatever. It's just a personal choice. Like yeah. I got, I got 23 tattoos in about six weeks. Now I thought about it for about 15 years and I knew I wanted yeah. to get, but like what, like whatever, like piercings, you know, again, like I don't, that, that's just. It's just maybe her way of express. None of those things mean that she's in danger or in trouble or, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's your first thing is trying to like challenge yourself to not jump to conclusions just because she's not necessarily doing what you approve or your parents approve of. It, it can be hard to certainly see people you love do things that you don't approve of. You know, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's step one. Do you have any insight into in terms of like what her situation is in terms of like who she's hanging out with or, or if you have valid reasons to be concerned or is she just doing something that you're just, you don't personally agree with? I, so the group of friends that she hangs out with, I don't really know. Like it's no one that like I saw like around the house growing up, like, throughout school or anything so they're all people that she's met in college um so I don't really know anything about them um my like concern is my sister only told me she was dancing because it was tax season and she didn't know how to bring it up to my mom who does our taxes (laughs) so she's been doing this since last summer and she only brought it up to me because she had a dilemma so sure. it's not I like mean, she was like she knows that you guys aren't like I mean she probably assumed you guys wouldn't approve. You know, she assumed she would feel shame from the family. You know. So like it makes sense that she didn't tell anyone. Because yeah. like and you you didn't you guys didn't like hearing it. You don't no. agree with it. So it makes I understand why she wouldn't say, like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think you should waste too yeah. much energy being all that mad that she didn't tell you because. I'm not like more mad. She didn't tell me like when she did tell me, um, I didn't make any judgmental comments. I was just like, kind of like asked her like more about it. Okay. Um, um, cause I, I did want to be like open and feel like she could share a lot. Like she does that a lot. Like she only will share information like with people if she can get something like out of it mm-hmm. so i just worry about her where are we where are things now i haven't really talked too much about it um she, my mom 
just found out about it um, a few weeks ago. And I talked to my mom like a week ago about it for the first time. And she was like, you can't tell your father. And I I wasn't going to be the one to like break that news. So that's really all we're at. Like everyone's concerned, but not expressing that to her. And it's just like, we're not telling anybody else about this. Do you know why, how she got into it? No, I don't. And like, it's not even like she needs to pay for college because like that's expensive. But like our dad is a disabled veteran. So like our school is paid for. So it's not like she has like school bills to worry about. So she's like making all this money, but she's says she's broke all the time. So it's like, what are you doing? So it's there's also like that like missing piece of like the story. And how often are you talking to her right now? Not often. She um she doesn't make she's she's busy. So I don't see her a whole lot other than like family get togethers. And if I do try and text her and reach out, I'll hear back from her like a day or two later. And it's always very short. So there's not a whole lot of communication. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough situation. I mean, all you can really do is keep leading with love and keep reaching out and keep making her feel like you're not going to judge her. Okay. And I mean, more like regardless of whatever she's doing, her choices, you just want to make sure she's safe. And, yeah. the, and the fact that she is dancing, like, again, they're like, there are definitely like unsavory people that, that can operate in that community, you know, like, or again, it, it could be just a total personal choice. You didn't, it sounds like you don't know the answer to that. She doesn't need the money for school, but like, did she, did she do it because she needed the money for something else that you don't know about? I don't, I don't know. Or maybe she just yeah. likes doing it. I, I, you know, that also is possible. But the only way to find out is to like get closer to her and then feel like uh, you're asking questions without judgment, which is a, just a fine line because you know, like you're just, you don't love that she does it and you're probably worried about your dad finding out and what he will think and what that, how that can, might disrupt the family. And yeah. that's tough. I mean, it's a tough situation. But I would just, keep reaching out until you miss her and, and ask her to hang out and, and not bring it up for a while. Like I would try to build the relationship just off of, of that. Like when you, before you mentioned that she was dancing, you said that you had her be your maid of honor and hope that would mend the relationship. And as soon as you said that before you updated me that it wouldn't do that, I like that, that, that shit never, that, that stuff never works. It's like moving in with someone that like you're rocky with hoping that yeah. like the fact that you guys move in together because like being a maid of honor is a big responsibility. It, it, as you know, right? Like they have yeah. certain th- roles they play. It's a, it, it's a responsibility. And if you don't want that responsibility, then it creates, creates friction and, and arguments and it can, you know, just like m- moving in can. So like yeah. she didn't, you know, you kind of, you gave her the maid of honor role with strings attached, to be honest, like with expectations around it. And that's, and, and not only was it the expectation of being a maid of honor, it was like the expectation of her wanting to be closer to you. Just be careful. I'm really bringing that up. Just be careful. uh, When you, if you do spend time with her, what you say to her, and and okay. and ways you try to get close to her. Like I really think you should just try your best, just have her in your life. 
and try to build a relationship. And as long as she's safe, like just try to get close to you and so that she can just open up to you about like, you know, find out why did she get into it? You know, make sure it's not because she, you know, needed money and she's doing something she ultimately didn't want to do. Or if she, if yeah. she's just like, oh, I don't listen to this. I just, it just makes me feel really powerful and it's exciting and I make good money and the people I work with, like they're honestly good to me and nice. And like, I just like it. And it's just like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you might not like it, but like she has the right to do that. Now, you might get close enough where like dad needs to find out at some point because he's probably going to find out and he doesn't want to find out from a buddy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's on her. That's more on her and your mom than you. You know, it's it's his wife and his daughter. Ex-wife? Ex oh, they're not married? Yeah, they're divorced. Oh, no. well, then it's not on her. Sorry. Uh, bummer. Uh, yeah. Well, that's more on your sister. But I think eventually if you, you know, and it's not the time to say your sister now, but like if you, if you can build this upper relationship, I think you just want to be, you try to be the person your sister trusts and goes to, but she doesn't trust you right now because she's just assumed you're going to judge her. Yeah. And you got to let go of these tattoos and all that stuff and the piercings, like other than like her picking up smoking, which is like literally like not good for you and a health concern, yeah. but like short of that, like nothing you've said suggests that she's definitely and in harm's way. She's just doing things you don't agree with. Yeah. No, like I know she's not like, I know like things could be like a whole other end of like a spectrum and like things aren't as like terrible. It's just like hard being like the oldest and feeling like your siblings are just like getting a little bit more wild and you feel like a second parent that you have to be like, well, you're okay, not though, but you're not. And as yeah. someone who's like the oldest, uh, one of the oldest of 11, like I've definitely made the mistake of, of trying to be the second parent rather than the sibling. I mean, honestly, it's like a gripe that my younger siblings have of me is like, they're not looking for a second dad. You know, they just want a friend or a brother. And I think yeah. your sister wants a sister and a friend. It's like you didn't raise her. She, like whatever her choices are, not a reflection on you. You have different mm -hmm. morals. You have different personalities. Gosh, shit, my siblings were, were like so many of us are so different. We have different interests. We uh, There's so many of us, we fall in different ends of the politi political spectrum. You know, mm -hmm. like there's there's 11 of us. So, I mean, I got there's people who are incredibly uh, liberal and progressive. And I have siblings who are incredibly uh, conservative and right wing. And, and there's a bunch of people in the middle, you yeah. know, and we all have the same parents. We all grew up in the same household with the same morals that they taught on us. And then we all turned out to be different and that's okay. Yeah. But like, don't burden yourself with feeling like you did anything wrong or like, she's just your sister. So I think focus on being her friend and focus on being her sister. Stop trying to be her parent and stop making okay. it somehow like a reflection on you and try to build up that trust so that like she trusts you to talk and, and open up to you and be vulnerable with you. And, and then you can, you know, just make sure she's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so that at least you have the peace of mind that you don't actually have to worry about her because there's, again, there's a difference between her doing something you don't like or that you don't agree with versus her not her, her, her safety being a concern. All right. Is that helpful? Or? It was, um, 
I had gotten like similar advice from my fiance and I was, he's the youngest of his siblings. So I was like, it's, I just, you know, felt like some of our like relationships and like the way we see things are different. So I was just like, well, I'll get like somebody who doesn't like know us at all and see, you know, where they fall on it. So yeah, but it's good that like, I mean, I think your fiance being the youngest gives a different perspective and my, my therapist thinks birth order is a really big deal. Uh, yeah. and like personality and things like that. So like there are things outside of your control here. So just again, focus on being her friend and being her sister. That should be your big priority. Okay. And, and just make sure she, she's safe and okay. And let her carve out her own life and her own path and, and just be there for her when she needs you. Okay. I will, I will and, do that. You know, and tell her to sm- stop smoking because that's not good for her. Yeah. We're, we're working on that piece. All right. Okay. Uh, if, if you're anything like my younger siblings, like they're, she's expecting you to be critical always. Mm-hmm. So prove her wrong. I will be more open and I'll just be her friend and not. Just be her friend and be mindful of your huffing and puffing and your like nonverbal communication. And, and she knows when you're judging her without you saying anything. Yeah. I'm a very emotional person. Like all my emotions are always out front. So I will, I will do better. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. How's it going? It's going great. My name is Liz. I'm 26. How can I help Liz? So I'm in kind of a sticky situation, gray area, And I'm just not really sure how to interpret it or what to do. So just kind of some information about me. I'm currently in a serious relationship. Um, We've been together for four years. In the past, I've had two other serious relationships, one with a man and one with a woman. Um, They both lasted about like two to three years. Um, So I consider them both to be serious relationships. Um, after my relationship with my ex-girlfriend ended, I just kind of told myself like, that was weird. Like I was just confused moving on and about like you <laughs> dating a woman. Yeah. And so I don't tell anyone about it. Like when I talk with people, I refer to her as my ex-boyfriend. Like I just don't talk about it. Why? Um, honestly, it's not because I like feel ashamed. I think this is a bad answer, but the truth is that I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. Who, what other people? I don't know. Just like whoever I'm talking to. I feel like there's like a stigma in our society about bisexual people being like promiscuous or lustful or just attracted to everyone. And so I feel like I don't want to make people uncomfortable. So I just don't say anything and I kind of just move on. But so anyway, where I'm at right now, I have been with my partner for four years. He's a man. Um, I have not dated any other women. Um, I haven't been attracted to any other women. And then recently I was does introduced. Does he know that you? That you yes. Okay. Yes, he does. Um, so recently I was introduced to a girl through some mutual friends. And right off the bat, like we hit it off. We have a ton in common. I really enjoy being around her. And 
I'm not having like romantic feelings towards her. I just really like her. And when I tell my friends about it and about like the interactions that she and I have, they're like, oh, she's totally flirting with you. I don't know her sexuality. I don't, we haven't talked about it. I don't know anything. And so my friends are like, oh, she's flirting with you. Like, you know, you shouldn't be talking to her. This, you know, you're in a relationship. Who are these friends? um, The mutual friends that I share with her. So we have like a whole group of mutual friends. I just moved to the area. Gotcha. So I just got her friends, the girl who's yes allegedly flirting with you yes her friends are saying that you shouldn't hang out with her yes do they know that you're bisexual no and i don't know if she is either okay (laughs) so i guess my question is like do i need to tell my partner that i like feel excited about her like we it's it's not like we spend time alone or we text all day every day like we definitely don't, but I do find myself like giving more energy to my friendship with her than I would with other friendships. If that makes sense. Sure. Like I, but like, I feel that happens with friendships all the time, you know, like we can, uh, and I'm just going off of what you're telling me. You're telling me that you met this person. You have some sort of connection with her. You aren't thinking about her romantically or anything like that. Like you'll have to just decide if you're being honest with yourself about that one part about like, you know, are you really not looking at her in in a romantic way? And it's just a platonic friendship. I'm like friendships of all kinds come into our lives and, and we respond to them and they can enter our life at a time where we, you know, their personality, what they bring to the table, something we can feel like we're really missing. And that can be a platonic friendship. If you feel like, you know, you're trying to convince yourself that you don't have romantic feelings. Um, then- I feel like that might be part of it because like for so many years, like my relationship with my ex-girlfriend ended in 2016. And so for so many years, I've told myself like, oh, that was like a college thing. Like I was so silly. I was so crazy. Like, you know, and I, I feel like I'm in denial myself that like maybe that is who I am. And so I feel super guilty, like in my relationship with my partner, because what if I do feel a way about this girl, you know, is my relationship with my partner doomed? Like we're in a really serious relationship. I mean, I don't know, potentially like what? So if it's just a friend, then I don't know, you have a friend and then, you know, you don't know her sexuality. You haven't communicated that with her. You're not crossing any boundaries. And like flirting can be interpreted in so many different ways. But as long as you don't do anything inappropriate, like you're fine. And if she ever, you know, like approaches the situation and makes a move on you, you can say, hey, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, like it would be no different whether she's a man or a woman. Now, on the flip mm-hmm. side, if you have romantic feelings for her uh, and you're just you know, you recognize that like, you met someone like for me, like if I went out there and let's say I met a woman and I'm in a relationship and I just like found myself to be attracted to her, you know, and not only physically attracted to her, but there was a sense of chemistry. And I would, mm-hmm. let's say, you know, we were talking about like, it, there were some like work connection. Right. So we started talking and I was like, man, I really just like, I just love the things she says. And it might be someone who, yeah, shit, I guess if I wasn't in a relationship, I would definitely have asked mm-hmm. her out, but 
I'm in a relationship and I'm really happy and I'm and overall I'm getting everything I could ever want out of a relationship. And so, mm-hmm. hey, well, what did that just prove to me? What proves to me that like there, I cor- what I've always thought is there's plenty of people in this world I can be attracted to and feel mm-hmm. connection with and have some sort of chemistry with and maybe even also be really compatible with. And mm-hmm. I choose to be in the relationship with my girlfriend and mm-hmm. I make that effort and I make those sacrifices and I say no to other things that come into my life that could also bring me joy and excitement and pleasure. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. you just kind of have to have that discipline. Now you want to ask yourself if you, if you kind of open up this uh, consideration of being romantically interested in her, mm-hmm. then you have to ask yourself, is it just someone I'm interested in? Is it just another person who I could be interested in and date and explore if I were single? Or, mm-hmm. or am I feeling things as a result of her providing things that I'm not getting from him? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, she's a woman, he's a man, whatever. Other than that, like you know, maybe in the bedroom, the physical connections, and obviously, dating mm-hmm. a woman, I'm sure has its differences of dating a man. But like mm-hmm. your emotional needs in a relationship is what I'm really talking about. Yeah, and no one's perfect, you know our partners who we commit to like will make mistakes and will disappoint us and won't like always, you know, meet our expectations. But you have to ask yourself overall, like, are you in fact happy? Are your needs being met? Are you really getting what you want in a relationship? It doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Or is this person really opening your eyes to something in your relationship you don't feel like you're, you're, you're getting. And mm-hmm. the more you explore that relationship that you're currently in, you realize, I don't know if I could ever get it. And it is a priority for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could be, mm-hmm. you could be in a relationship, you know, let's say you were straight and you only dated men. You could be in a relationship mm-hmm. with a guy right now and, and, and dating for four years and it's really good and you're like generally happy and it's like, but you kind of feel like complacent and this other guy comes around and you, he starts talking to you in ways where you feel like, I miss this. I need this. I, you know, he asks me questions about me and my partner doesn't. And like, you know, in any relationship, we can kind of get complacent and forget to check in. But like, I'm, I'm just saying it could make you realize that there's something in your current relationship that you've been missing and you really want. So then you have to decide, do I try to get that with my current partner mm-hmm. and see if I can explore that to the point where, you know, maybe they, they do start doing those things that you want to do or that you mm-hmm. notice with someone else. Or do you get to the point where you're just like, I don't, it's not in their blood. It's not who they are. It's not what they like. They don't even like doing it. And I know I really need it. So maybe I need to, you know, leave that relationship. So it's just a matter of like you deciding and, you know, prioritizing what you have in your current relationship versus what you have in this person, you know, like other than like, you know, you being bisexual and, and, and being afraid to just tell people like, you know, like, I, I would love for you to not have to feel that way. You know, like I'm not in a position to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, or or I have no idea what it's like to be bisexual and the and those insecurities and fears that can come with it. But like I would love for you to not feel that way. But right. other than that, this sounds like this has less to do with being bisexual and more to do with prioritizing your current relationship and and making choices about what's important, what do you have, what could you get from other people, and just choosing to choose your partner or to not choose your partner and, yeah. and and things like that. Do you think that it would be totally like overstepping my bounds to be, to hang out with her alone without first having that discussion with myself about like what, what is my intention and in hanging out with her alone? 
Yeah, I, I, I think, <laughs> yes, I, I think the righteous thing to do would be to truly be honest with yourself about how you think you might feel about her and your curiosity about her and whether that, and I think, yes, you should A, be honest with yourself first, then be honest with your partner, right? Before yeah. you explore, you know, it wouldn't be fair for you to convince yourself that you only see her as a friend so that you feel good about hanging out with her and you don't feel yeah. like you're being unfaithful or going behind your partner's back. But in the end, all you're really doing is evaluating her as a potential romantic partner before you have the courage to like leave a, your current situation. Yeah, totally. Well, and the other thing is like, you know, my current partner, he knows about my ex-girlfriend, but it was kind of just like, hey, I dated this girl in the past, moving on. Like, we've never had like a real in-depth conversation about like what that was like for me or how that's been in the past couple of years, because in my own mind, I just suppress it. <laughs> and so I feel like I haven't been totally honest about what that was like for me with yeah. my current partner. And I'm really afraid to have that conversation because I don't want him to feel like I'm you know, lusting over everyone. Cause that's like the stigma, yeah. you know, I get that. I, I, are you, do you have, do you see a therapist? Yeah. Okay. Do you talk to your therapist about this? And, uh, and yeah, this but my, my therapist is kind of a ride or die. So she really just supports anything I say. Maybe so, you need a new therapist. Right. I, I mean, and I, I don't know what your, who your therapist is or what their qualifications or experience, but it sounds to me by your statement, you feel like you're not getting what you need out of your therapist. A little bit, yeah. You know, it sounds like you're going in there and you're expecting a little bit more clarity. And like, I don't know, maybe it's just not a match, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe your expectations of what you should get out of therapy aren't realistic. I don't know. But like, there's so many therapists out there and don't be afraid to try a new one. Right. Um, who, who might like, you know, you feel a little bit more heard about like how you're feeling. And again, like I, when I say, are you getting a therapist? I'd love for you to be able to explore these thoughts you're having about your sexuality and why you feel the way you do. And I get that there's stigmas out there and, you know, I am, I, I am truly sorry those still exist, Yeah. but I'd love for you to, again, to get to a place of just personally being confident in who you are, regardless of your critics. That's easier said than done. We all struggle with that, but right. I just, you know, these are conversations that would be great for therapy in terms of exploring, you know, your feelings and, and, and assessing, you know, this out so that you can make decisions for yourself with a little more you know, clarity. Right. Yeah. I think it just comes down to me not being honest with myself, just about my own identity, about the way I'm interacting with this girl and just not being comfortable, like being forthcoming with my partner. So I guess those are all things I should yeah. work on. <laughs> Amanda, do you have uh, Amanda's bisexual? She's pretty open about it. I don't know if you have any thoughts on on her situation. Totally. I was just going to say that I I think guilt is like uh, exacerbates everything. So I think the second that you feel any kind of like weirdness about something, it just like takes all the other like nuanced elements of being yeah. queer and like puts it on like steroids in a crazy way i was also just gonna ask like do you have queer friends like specifically by friends no i don't i feel like that can be a really cool um like first step in terms of like talking you know a, a, of course you'd love to get to a point where you feel really comfortable in this identity and it's something you feel like you can share whenever you want to but until that point like i think it might be really nice to have people you can empathize with like i think especially 
by friends who can with some of the like specific nuances of and like the certain stereotypes um, who can like really just like relate to that and hear you and just make you feel kind of like accepted and understood in an unconditional way. Like I think just having a space like that is huge. And I know it's like not always easy to find queer friends, but like, I don't know if you know the app like Lex or there is like, uh, but yeah, because like, I don't want to, I don't want to go around like asking all my friends like, hey, <laughs> are you bi? Like, you know, I don't want to yeah. be running around doing that, but totally. Well, usually like in Los Angeles, I'm super lucky because like I live in LA. So it's like huge city, like a lot of offerings, but there's like ways that I found queer community are like, I do like Jewish queer community. I do. There's a queer sports league. There is mm-hmm. um, this event every month called Gay Astrology. That's just like a queer dance floor. And so like, and I think it's one of those things where it's like once you find one person who is maybe a little bit more plugged in and has that like network and community, it's usually really easy to then from there kind of use that as like a starting point and make a lot more friends. Because I just think you deserve to have yeah. people who can like yeah. really make you feel understood and who you don't even have to do that extra mental math of like filtering out certain elements. Yeah. yeah I think that's great. And thank you for sharing Amanda. I, I, I just think that this is something that I would definitely explore mm-hmm. before you take the next step in your current relationship, whatever that step is. Right. I mm-hmm. think it is okay to have these, you know, and I don't know what you want for yourself in terms of your forever relationship or, you know, if it's a long-term commitment, but these are tough, but good conversations to have. Yeah. You know, eventually it would be important to have a, this conversation with your partner just about how you feel. And it might be hard for him to hear, but it would be nice to know that he can, can he show you empathy and understanding? You know, yeah. it, it might, it might be normal for him to get a little defensive, but hopefully he wants to ask more questions and then to make accusations and, and you can be reassuring as well. But just to say, these are things as a bisexual person that come in and these are my insecurities about how you might judge me or how you might look at me. But I just want to be honest with you because if this guy is your forever guy, these are the type of conversations that people need to be able to have in relationships before they get engaged and before they get married, not, not, not afterwards. Yeah. And so I think it was just alarming to me. Like when I hit it off with her, because like I said, I've just convinced myself like, Nope, couldn't be me. And so I think it was really alarming when I started to feel excited about being around her. So I'm like, oh my God, like yeah. maybe it is me. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, you know, other than the fact that you have a boyfriend now, right now, I, I would like for you to explore how you're feeling. You know, maybe not yeah. necessarily explore the relationship with her, but explore how you're feeling and really like not ignore it, don't suppress it, you know, and it's whether whether it's with your therapist exploring it in an open and safe space or like meeting meeting queer friends and just kind of Yeah. You know, I think that obviously I think that is a great uh yeah. suggestion by Amanda just because I feel like these I think meeting queer friends will really bring a, you a community that will make you feel safe or just feeling however it is you want to feel. And then, yeah. and, and then making your decisions truly based in a position of kind of uh, not not being fearful for how people might see you or or, or look at you, which I, mean, I know is easier said than done. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, that's that's really helpful. I, I hadn't thought about it that way, so that's really helpful. I appreciate it. All right. Well, good luck. Thank you. All right, all right, let us know how it goes. Look, all if right. you're ever in LA, right. I'll introduce you to my queer friends. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Have a good one, guys. All right, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to send your questions at asknickcastmedia.com. Cast with a K. Asknick at castmedia.com. You're crazy. See you tomorrow.